Hi, podcasters. How you doing? I'm all right. I'm freaking out. Why are you freaking out? Because you just told me five minutes ago that on tomorrow's podcast, meaning on tomorrow's show, Rebecca Gibney is going to be on it. And I had the biggest crush on her when I was a kid. But like, how much older is she than you? I'd say at least 20 years, right? Yeah. So when I was... She'd be in her 60s. Yeah. But when I was like 15, she was like 35, which is premium cougar territory. <laughs> And she is. What was she in back then? Uh, Halifax, the whole way through. But that's what so, we're interviewing her for. Yeah, something else as well. Halifax is long running; it's been going for ages. Oh, I know, but she's. Rebecca I should do my research now. before we do it, this. You interview. know what? The truth of the matter is, and this is for perhaps the people closer to my age, you know, older than thirty. Um, she was in every single, like, if there was a mini series on TV, it would be weird on any station mm. if she wasn't in it. Right. You I know, just know her from Pack to the Rafters. I didn't That's even it. know she was on that. Mm, it's good. Anyway, good Rebecca Gibney chat. Save that for tomorrow's podcast, buddy. Oh, give uh, me some more. You've got to stop with the puns. You're here in this podcast. <laughs> Bex just tries to. Those pun. sheep puns were amazing. They were, they were very average. All right, you judge for yourselves. Oh, my goodness. You can't. No. It does, they were woolly work. good. Oh, my God. Stop. You seriously can't Stop. be giving me a hard time over these. <laughs> I'll give you heaps because they're really bad. Oh, I was going to use that one yeah. next. Oh, no, so sorry it. about it. Oh. Anyway, enjoy the podcast. There's heaps in here. A really interesting chat with a dude who has walked across Australia. And if anyone has a merino pun, I'd love to hear it. What are you, merino? Anyone other than Ellie has a <laughs> merino pun, I'd love to hear it. So, you're in the digital age, eh? Too cool for the radio, so you've downloaded this. You've actually chosen to listen. Sorry in advance, but here goes Ellie and Bex. Now this morning, if you were driving around Markula, mm. you may have heard a sound like this. Yeah, not to alarm everyone. <laughs> I mean, there's been rollovers in that area. There's uh, fires in, in another area as well. But what happened this morning? Well, okay. The explosion sound effect was probably a bit much because yes. I don't think it was an explosion. You do love your sound effects though. And that's how <laughs> we defend that in court. There wasn't like a drone strike or anything in Markula mm. this morning. Don't no. worry. Uh, but there was a, a tiny little explosion at the Markula Beach Resort. Uh, a man was tending to the pool, I believe. And um, the chlorine in the water, for some reason caused an explosion. Yes. Like it frothed up and kind of hit him in the face. He's okay. He did yeah. get taken to the hospital, but uh, from all accounts he's stable, which is great news. Pretty full on. You're just enjoying, you know, your morning in one of the beautiful parts of the world. And I guess the, what you do forget that mm. uh, chemicals, pool chemicals, that sort of stuff. I mean, there's some pretty volatile stuff in there if you're not careful. I know. They can cause this. That's not what happened. That's not exactly what happened, guys. Well, you don't know. You weren't there. There's a man at the centre of all this. Let's remember that. No, I know. I know. And I'm, thank God he's okay. Okay? Yes. Okay, but, good. like, I'm still allowed to play my sound effects. Okay? Because mm-hmm. that's what we want to talk about this afternoon is have you been in or witnessed or just been near an explosion of yeah. any sort? Yes. I'm talking like in the microwave. That's the smallest we'll take. Oh. But as big as like oh, a see, bomb or I thought you meant, yeah, artillery and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Because I got a couple. Um, as part of my um, – earlier in my media career, I worked up in Townsville and that's where a large number of Australia's Defence Force are based. Mm-hmm. And they said to us, hey, for like a media briefing, we had this coolest thing fly out in the middle of the night for what they call a live fire exercise and that's where they're using actual stuff that blows up, actual bullets that go through things. Oh, like this? Nothing like that actually. In fact, it was like that, just a million (laughs) times worse. So we're sitting in this bunker they'd created with like, a you know, steel sides, etc., watching out over this field and a war was being played out and trees were exploding and all that sort of stuff. That was pretty awesome. Like that? (laughs) 
No more stories. Did you see how quickly I jumped to get no the sound No more stories for you. That's about as close as I get. I did blow something up for radio, but I'll save that for, uh, for next time we talk. Was it your last co-host? <laughs> we'll be, we'll be in, <laughs> anyone can be my last co-host. You, got, you want to put your hand up? 545-1919. The question we're asking is, have you ever seen an explosion? Yeah, could be your gas bottle at home, uh, could be the chlorine mm. exploding, anything that what, has exploded. What it can't be is your ex-wife. Who's you know, like when people blow up. Like, ah, yeah, you get out of like here. Like in Willy Wonka when Veruca Salt gets turned no, into... No, no, I'm speaking pejoratively. Okay, all right. <laughs> Five four five double nine one nine. You get That's the picture. That's not our number. Five four five double nine one nine. What is that? What I said? <laughs> oh god, lucky I'm good at playing these. Five four five double one nine one nine. Are you sure that's what I said? Go to the tape. In the meantime, give us a call. <laughs> Let's go to Michelle in Mountain Creek. Michelle, have you witnessed one? Um, maybe actually back in the seventies when I grew up. Possibly our barbecue out the backyard. Oh. What do you mean possibly? It either exploded <laughs> or it didn't. Well, it yeah, yeah, it did. I mean, you know, firecrackers and stuff don't really mix in barbecues, you know. Well, oh, did, on. Did the, hang on, did the gas bottle go or what happened? No, no, no. We're, we're talking about firecracker night. It's literally the fireworks went into the barbecue. Oh, a, like a, a brick you... barbecue or a, or a Weber or what it are we talking like about? It's like a old school fire, like the old ones that you, like, make your own up, like, back yeah. in the day, like, bricks and a bit of, yeah, a bit you know, of, like... Yeah, a bit timber. of iron on the top. So did you put yeah. it in the barbecue because, like, you thought it was a sausage or did it just end no, up no, in no, there no, by no. itself? No, we just decided to chuck all our firecrackers in the barbecue. Oh, my God. Uh, and what was mum and dad's reaction <laughs> to your, um, you know, uh, improvised explosive devices in the backyard? Um, they were... Um, Oh, they weren't there, hence why we did that. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, they weren't there. I love so how you they, took they them. They came back to a barbecue that was no longer. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you know what you should have done when they came home and they're like, what happened to the barbecue? And you should have been like, what barbecue? We yeah. Need, need, oh, exactly. you're getting, you're getting they, old. They just, they just went okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Michelle, Michelle, thank you for that little story. Sorry, you're welcome. All right, let's move on to Johnny in Coolum. Johnny, have you witnessed an explosion, bud? A uh, fair few, actually. Oh, okay. um, when I was 22, I had a business in Pitwater, which is Northern Beaches in Sydney. No, well, beautiful 22, spot. 22, and I've seen a lot of boats explode. We did a few people trying to get them off just before it went boom. Unfortunately, uh, about... Oh, I know. About when I was 24, old bloke said, G'day to him, working at Royal Motor Youth Club, because I'm a marine trimmer, sail maker, went out. This old bloke lives on a Halverson about 45 foot. Yeah. I said, How are you going, young fella? He said, Good. And he always said, G'day to me. And I said, You have a good day. I said, What are you up to? He said, I'm about to uh, go to the butcher. Well, I've been to the butcher Saturday morning, and I'm going to cook a steak. And, uh, He'd forgotten the meat, and I'm working away for a couple of hours. Apparently what he did, he'd left the gas on when he realised he'd left the steak. And basically, a very sad story. He's a nice old character, and he um, went back, lit it, and then a boat, when you leave your gas bottle on with the burner on, my phone, it actually sinks under the floorboards of the boat, oh. lays there, and especially if he's old, you wouldn't smell it. Lit it. Anyway, he's in heaven. Wow. Um, oh. I heard the shockwave. I was, I don't know, 
200 feet away working on a yacht. Yeah. And it blew me over onto the deck. And all I saw the boat was amazing, sad. The 45-foot halverson went up in the air about 70 feet in one piece. A 45-foot yacht. It came down in splinters and unfortunately I jumped in. I had a work boat tied up the end, just quickly raced back. He looked, he was all in one piece. He looked fine except that when me and another young guy who was a dock master lifted him out of the water, he was obviously dead. He was like a jellyfish, every bone broken. But he was such a good guy that we all died that... uh, that was a quick one for him. 100%. Oh. How horrible. He's got oh. a million stories on that sort of stuff, Johnny. Yeah. Crazy. I know. I know. And well, forgive me, and I hope it's not in bad taste because I've heard some of the other stories. If I don't hang out with you, Johnny, because yes. everyone around him seems to be get involved in these full-on things. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. And in this case, I feel like our guest needs to explain to people why we're talking to him because <laughs> a little while ago when we first started on the show, we had you on as a guest. Please explain why. Uh, yeah, well, the first time we spoke, I was getting ready to do a big walk all the way across Australia. I suppose this is the easiest way to put it. Yes. It is. Starting James, from... James is your name, by the way. We haven't even said your name. Sorry. Yeah. Hi, Sorry, James. Yeah. <laughs> Dehumanised you. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, well, the idea was to start at the Alex Headland Surf Club in Alexander Headlands, obviously, um, near my house, and to walk all the way to... Um, Bunbury in Western Australia. And we didn't think you'd do it, to be honest, because I think it's just ludicrous, Ellie, for someone to walk away. The only reason you should walk away from the surf club is if it's last drinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to those drinks when I get back, trust me. Yeah. So you left the sunny coast on the 1st of July, and where exactly are you now? How far have you made it by foot? So I'm about 2,500 um, kilometres into the journey. Um, oh. So, I, yeah, yeah, it's um, it's pretty good. I'm losing one of my toenails, so that just goes to show the what's going on. The whole um, toenails? Uh, well, I had to do two weeks of quarantine when I got to South Australia, so oh. I think that weakened my feet a little bit. So yeah. now that I'm back trekking, I'm getting more blisters and stuff than I had in the first 2,000 Ks. Um, but, uh, yeah, I left on the 1st of July um, from the Alex Surf Club, actually, just to give them a bit of a plug. Um, and then I walked all the way through part of Queensland, down through New South Wales, through Broken Hill, all the way to Port Augusta. And then I arrived there maybe five days ago. Um, and because of COVID changes and restrictions with borders, I actually had to turn north. So now I'm walking towards the northern <laughs> That's territory. That's got to suck. <laughs> You're going to walk uh, yeah, we, through the desert. Yeah, well, I'm currently in a roadhouse town called Pimba, um, where I arrived this morning. And it's been pretty dry and deserty the last probably five days. And so you effectively can't go straight into WA. You've got to go up to the Northern Territory, which isn't the most hospitable land, to be honest. Yeah, I guess because everything's changing, our plans have had to change as well and we've had to be flexible. So we tried until Port Augusta, um, the plan was to go to WA, but they've been really strict and um, they didn't approve me to enter have a word? I know, yeah. sorry, that's my home state, James. I'm sorry, they won't uh, let me in mate, either if it's any consolation. I'm going to hold you, Pessa, responsible yes. then. That's ridiculous. Um, and then from Port Augusta, you have to make a decision whether to go west or north. So since I couldn't go into WA, we decided to change the destination to um, Uluru. 
Oh, and so now I'm walking. Yeah, so now I'm walking up through South Australia into the Northern Territory and then I'll finish at the Big Rock. What have you been doing to keep yourself entertained on this walk? Like two and a half thousand Ks is a lot of ground to cover. Yes. What do you what do you do? <laughs> I'm probably a bit crazier than I used to be. Yes. <laughs> no, uh, the oh, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um Alien Bex that, is a good one, just by the way, if you yeah, want to download say, that, subscribe. He's been through our entire back <laughs> yeah, catalogue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, a, there's a good, a few good ones. Alien Bex is pretty good as well. So um, true, so true. So I'll as listen well. to that. Um, <laughs> otherwise, that's probably half the day, and the other half the day is just mindlessly looking around as I pass by things. Oh, uh, no. Some people stop and have a chat. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. there's a lot of people on the road that, and they're wondering what's going on, like there's weird guys walking on the road in the middle of nowhere, so I'll talk to him and see if he's okay. What's um, been the coolest part of the experience for you? Probably, and this sounds maybe a bit cliche, but probably the people. Mm. And what I mean by that is, um, like, the landscapes have been amazing. There's some been some really wicked times, like going through the um, uh, McCullough Ranges in, in northern Western Australia, north um, northern New South Wales, sorry, mm-hmm. and then um, going through the Flinders Ranges and going through the desert. But People's hospitality has been amazing. They've stopped to give me coffees. They've stopped giving lamingtons. They've offered me free places to stay. And I don't even know these people. So, you know, it really goes to show that even though the media is pumping it up at how desperate and things are, which they are, mm. people have been... <laughs> you're not. You're not. Well, I mean, you know, I guess... Yeah. I know, I know. I'm just whining you. People have been more accommodating and nicer and more hospitable than I could have ever imagined. And it's really made the whole trip. Well, James, thank you so much for joining us on the show this afternoon. Uh, We are following your journey on um, Instagram. So if people want to check it out, follow James McAloon. Is that how I say your last name? McCallum. Yeah, that's it. Perfect. Yeah. All right. There you go. The loon is awesome. on and he's he's heading towards Uluru. All the best with that, mate. And uh, may yeah, you stay safe. Cool. Yeah, thank you very much. Ellie and Bex. Hey, last night, I'm going to tell you this. This is me admitting that I'm a bit of an idiot, but I think a lot of, hus- <laughs> a lot of Isn't husbands. is every time you start talking on this radio well, kind of in that vein? I've always said to you that the one thing I want to do, I never want to be perfect, but I always want to be honest okay. with the audience um, because I think that's where, you know, real stories come from. Uh, last night I thought it would be a good bloke and unclog some of the drains in the house or just have them running fine because we're about to move out from this place. To be fair, you're probably the one that clogs them up. My wife does, actually, to be honest. Got a very hairy back, though. Oh, come on now. <laughs> do, actually, but it stays on. That's the difference. Oh, well, you're the one that brought it up. Okay. So I went around uh, and Drano'd all the drains. And for those that know, yeah, it's full on stuff. It's like crystals, but it essentially says this will like cut you in half as a human being if you drop it on yourself and water gets on it. So we're starting to freak out, right? Mm. So I did everything normally and whatever else. I was walking across our living room into our uh, bedroom in order to do our ensuite. Mm-hmm. And my wife said to me, have you put the top on that? Is everything okay? You know, you've, you've done that. You know, I'd be careful. You know, those sorts of comments that a wife says. Yeah, that you need a lot in your life. And as a bloke, what did I say? You said, yeah, of course I have. It's yeah, fine. She'll no, be right. It's don't, tell me what, don't tell me what I'm doing, darling. I'm good. Exactly. Little bit of a trip as I walked directly into our bedroom and I shared a kilo full of powdered acid <gasps> with our floor. <gasps> Is there a hole? Yeah. No, well, no, because it's dry. Can you see China? <laughs> hey, China, give us back the virus. Um, so, so what? It went on the carpet. Oh my god! The most uh, arduous hour or so of vacuuming and and whatever else. It was literally a mound of this crap everywhere. Oh. And the worst thing was, as you know, I was sort of saying, "Yes, okay, I told you so." Blah 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 blah. 
a few of, as I said, it doesn't react unless there's any water. And I was doing some cleaning later on in the night and a bit of water fell on my feet and I found <gasps> that I had dropped <gasps> little particles of this acid you all got, over my feet. You got holes in your feet? Not holes, but it was, it was burning. It was a little bit. Did you? It was burning. Did you then touch it and did you then go to the toilet? No, no, I'm, okay. All, I'm okay with a little bit of burning down there. Oh, I know you're used to it. I've, heard you <laughs> I've already, already got the cream. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie and Bex. Friend. Sunny Coast hits are fine, but what this show's really missing is opera. Ellie and Bex opera. Uh, if I, what could have been if they'd let me through in Australian Idol? Oh, God. It I might not be here today. It's like everyone else, but Shannon Nolan, Guy Sebastian, you wouldn't have a career. Hey, Jess Malboy. Oh, tr- sorry. Throw Jeff Casey in there. Donovan, uh, Dean Geyer. Uh, okay, now I'm scraping the back. Yeah, Paulini, exactly. M. Rusciano. <laughs> so many. All right, folks. Here's the deal with this one. Uh, it's a Sunny Coast hit, uh, sung in operatic fashion by Pavarelli, uh, across from me. And you've got to guess what it is. Five four five double one nine one nine. There are two in the gun. The first one is this. <clears throat> okay, sorry, I was getting ready to say hi to Alex. I wasn't focusing on this. Okay. How come every time you come around my London, London bridge, wanna go down like... I feel like you've done this artist before. I get a feeling. Potentially. It's not me know. that matters, though. Alex and Coolum, young lady, how are you? Hey, hey. Hey, uh, did you have a truncated ride home? Because we understand there's some trouble north of the airport turnoff. I wouldn't have a clue yet, but I would be going that way soon. Yeah, well, about half an hour ago it was still current. Uh, there was a big uh, rollover in that area, so just be careful. Uh, but on to this song. What is it? Oh, uh, with uh, Ellie's exquisite operatic voice, I'm going to have to go with Fergie London Bridge. Oh, Ellie! Every time you come around my London, London Bridge, want to go down like... It is indeed. Uh, ladies, I'm, I'm, I'm acutely aware of the fact there are a lot of young sunny coasters, i.e. school kids in cars right now, is she referring to what I think she's referring to by her London Bridge? She's referring to uh, the time. Remember, there was the fire or something in London, and the bridge fell down. The bridge. Uh, uh, whoopsie that's daisy. Your, that's your. That's a. We uh, all fall that's down. a rhyme or a. Yeah. Yeah. Fairy yep. fairy tale. Anyhow. Yeah. Correct. To. All right. Number two, please, Pavarelli. Alrighty. Here we go. <clears throat> you don't want no beef, boy. No, I run the streets, boy. Better follow me towards. There's one more word. If you say it, you'll give it away. If I say it, I'll give it away, I reckon. You don't want no beef, Bush. Bex, it's Alex's journey. Can you do it again? Oh. You're the only person in Australia saying that right now. Shut up, Ellie. Okay. You don't want no beef, boy. No, I run the streets, boy. Better follow me towards. Five four five double one nine one nine. If you reckon you can beat Alex to this, I think my parts just dropped. I went very deep. Which parts? Your my London parts. Bridge. Your yeah, London Bridge. Just <laughs> London Bridge went down. <laughs> Alex, you any don't idea? Want no beef, the boy. title and artist of that song. Oh, I just got it. I can hear the tune, but I'm not getting it. Oh, five would four five. Would it be Gabby Sim? Would it be what? Sorry. Is it the Gabby Sim version? No, no, no. no. It's not. It's I don't just, know what that is. Uh, it, oh. Gabby yeah. Sims. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, I do. I know everything about mm-hmm. music. Alex. Well, the benefit you've got right now, Alex, is there's no one in the queue on 545-11919. If they jump through, they can win this straight now. I will oh. give you a clue. The first part of that next word is down. 
You love giving out clues, honestly. I just like people winning stuff. Your name should be Blues because you give out so many clues. This is a blast from the past. Are we going to have to, for no. the first time ever, are we going to have to stick a fork in this? We might have to. Wow. Where is everyone Tell today? You what, can you play, Very the, quiet. play the All song? Right. Let's show Alex All right, here we go. Oh, now someone calls. No chance. Sorry about Ellie that. and Bex. 91.9 CFM. I feel like it's about time that someone says to Jamie from The Bachelor, just no more on the socials, bud. Just what, like, just calm he, it down for a second. Wasn't he suing Channel 10 at last stop? He went crazy yeah. over that? Yeah, that was one of his most recent uh, posts. So, Jamie, yeah. if you don't remember, was he's oh, been God. termed the stage five clinger from yeah. Angie Kent's season. He made, he made old mate that ended up, the blonde fella Jared that ended up with Kira, he made him just look like he was a little bit frigid. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, and he's since been on Batch in Paradise. He came out, like you said, a couple of months ago now, I suppose, yeah. saying, I'm going to sue Warner Brothers and Channel 10 for my portrayal on the show. And there were concerns around his mental health. There's no denying that. And I think at the time I just sort of thought myself okay look it's one thing to say someone under pressure and mental health and all that i think that's very legitimate happens all the time Mm -hmm. but this guy's had traits of really worrying personal relationships well now for as long as we've ever seen him on television true true and now he's just going off on social media left right and center so his latest exploit is coming out last night on his Mm. insta story and (laughs) he's posted a picture of himself at like on the red carpet and a picture from Lockie, the current bachelor saying, ah, so that's where the suit I left in the crack house in common, in inverted, in brackets, mansion, went. So he's calling the mansion the crack house starters. You're yeah. welcome, Lockie. Budget cuts at Channel 10. I mean, it was the only the premiere. Okay, to be fair, the suits do look quite similar and potentially. Most suits do. Could be the to same. To most blokes. But really? I've got two. What's the point, man? Just like, just put it away. Put it to bed, you know? And Can then he's tagged the location as the crack house. So. Here's the thing that I would say. Mm-hmm. If you're taking on a multi-billion dollar broadcaster, okay, mm-hmm. and you're going to say to them that they've defamed you and they've put, <laughs> put you in a bad light and whatever else. I'm no lawyer. I've only got part of a law degree, but I'd say it's probably bad advice to say to Jamie to start referring to the sets of one of their biggest shows as a crack house. Right. Exactly. A hundred percent. He's commented on another post about The Bachelor saying, there's not much money in a show that gets south of 500,000 viewers an episode and less ratings than Antiques Roadshow. I mean, come on. That's hardly an insult. <laughs> Antiques Roadshow is a bastion of entertainment. Exactly. I can't wait to see how many pounds the uh, red team play, paid for an uh, you know an antique uh, Royal Dalton duck that they found on the side of the road. Exactly. Bring down batch all you want, Jamie, but do not touch Antiques Roadshow. Yes. Okay. Stay away. And if he goes after old mate with the glasses and the bow tie, it's on like Donkey Kong. Oh, mate. I'm first in. He's turning into Trump. I don't yeah. like oh, it. Oh good. Take the phone away. But best of luck to him with his lawsuit. Uh, Natasha Bedfield. <laughs> I love that. It's your sweet nut. Ellie and Bex. The question I want to ask right now, 545-11919, what have you won in a raffle? I love raffles. You should because a uh, place where I was on the weekend having a, a quiet jar after a day on the water with uh, one of my best mates, Matt. Um, Club Malulaba, Malulaba Bowls Club, know it, love it. Beautiful spot. Yes. Uh, I entered the meat tray as many times as I could, as many tickets as Ray, uh, the man- one of the managers out there, would give me, I would take because the first time we went there, <laughs> you jagged the meat tray. I don't even know if you've picked it up yet. I haven't picked it up yet. It's been in the freezer but for only because like three months. No, but like three days went past and I was like, oh, I feel bad that I've left feel it this awkward. long. Yeah. And so now I've left it two months. Mm. I-, I feel even more awkward, so I can't. Do you know what? If anyone from the Mullumbar Bowls Club is listening right now, it's yours. 
Well, what are they supposed to say? Thank you? <laughs> yeah, but just uh, maybe, yeah. I'm giving away my prize. So I want to find out from the other people that have won anything. The only thing I've ever won in a raffle, I won a packet of golf balls, about 12 golf balls at a, at a you know, a golf day as mm-hmm. it would come. And I was like... Oh, well, that's know. like 50 bucks, isn't it? No, but I don't even use those balls. It's oh. different. Oh, do you like, use Srixen? Oh, good one. I do. I have in the past. Thank you. Very Did good. I say it right? Okay, let's okay, not get sorry, bogged sorry, down sorry. In, in, in golf names, but that was very good. Thank you. I'm proud. I want to know. 545-11919. Awesome if you won one of those prize homes. Awesome if you won something small as well. My dad yes. won a little Vespa scooter, a little V-Moto. Why is it the people that are loaded <laughs> always win that sort of thing? Well, Your then, dad get paid that much a day. I know. No, no, he doesn't. I know. I know. I know. No, I did not say I know. I mean, anyway, um, then I learned to ride it, and uh-huh. that was my first license. Was my scooter license? There you Fun go. Fact. And then I fell off the scooter in Greece. Yes, then you, you had a great time with them. Should we go straight to the phone call right now? I think Let's we should. do it Why indeed. Uh, Ange in Sippy Downs, is that you? It certainly is. Okay, you are live on the air, and you're about to amaze us with what you've won in a raffle. Well, I um, I actually. Did but didn't win it. My dad asked me to put $30 worth of tickets in for him mm. and he'd pay me back the next day. Thanks, Dad. Anyway, they got to the end and they got to the three top prizes and all of a sudden I heard my dad's name call out and I was like, what on earth has he won? <laughs> and he won a Cowboys jersey. Oh, oh yes, yeah, my team. Oh, there you go. My team. Uh, if, if you won that this year, you probably would have handed it back, actually, to be honest. But... Better than a Broncos one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> probably. With the premiership jersey oh. and it was signed, framed, everything like that. Oh. So the conundrum I then had was because he hadn't paid me back the tickets and mm. it was worth, worth like about $1,500, do I sell him the tickets or do I keep the tickets? He's your dad. Them? You can't stitch your old man up, surely. No, nah, I stitch him up, 100%. What did you do? <laughs> Oh, I, I rang him and said, you've won the um, the Cowboys jersey, and by the way, you owe me 30 bucks. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty cheap for a premiership jersey. That's well yeah. done and a very good of you. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. I just said, hey, Bex, we've got a couple of minutes to fill in the show. Yes. I've got three things that I can talk about. Uh-huh. I can talk about a toddler that got taken away by a kite and flung yeah, into the air. That's uh, funny, but I don't think people will like me laughing about kids being taken away. Okay, fair enough. Mm. I said we could talk about the fact that in 2020, people are keeping diaries more than ever. Oh, God. Or I can talk talk about the third story I've got up my sleeve, yes. which is in about an expensive sheep. Done. <laughs> and I, you were sold, right? On behalf of you wonderful people listening, we all want to hear about this sheep. You've got this little glint in your eye and you've got your pen out and you've written down a joke about an expensive sheep. So just stand by, Sunny Coast, for Bex to deliver not just this joke. One, let's be honest, not just one. <laughs> all right, okay? I'll tell you the gotta story. You've got to have your backup jokes as well. I'll tell the story. Okay. We'll see um, if you all can right, sling in cool. these sheep jokes. Right. So I want to take you over to Scotland <laughs> yes. where the world's most expensive sheep has just been sold. Oh, wow. Uh, the sheep's name is Double Diamond. Wow. It's a Texel lamb. So it's not really a sheep, it's a lamb. Okay. Well, that'll right. do. We'll get to, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too bad to change now. It's okay. a sheep. It's a sheep. <laughs> you don't sheep. have any lamb jokes up your sleeve? I do. The old one, but I'm, I'm chopping them as we speak. Oh, God. What? <laughs> so bad. I'll rack a couple up. <laughs> you done? You've got to be kidding me. Kids at goat. Damn it. <laughs> um, anyway, this lamb, Double Diamond, has just sold mm-hmm. for £368,000, a.k.a. 666 thousand dollars. Wow, that's woolly expensive. Mm. Oh my god. I mean, how much did you say they paid? $666,000. Surely not. Oh. Thank you. One more time, sorry. $666,000. You got to be kidding me. Oh. I actually regret giving you the badumch. 
Actually, uh, you know what? It was a big amount, that six hundred and something thousand dollars, and I actually got a lot of contacts in the. Uh, I know you don't know this in the Scottish sheep buying world. Do you name uh, one? A lot of people. Well, there's uh, Douglas McSheep hire. Oh, of course, um, of course. But yeah. he's he doesn't buy; he just hires them. Okay. Um, and, For uh, what? Don't know. Well. Petting zoos, children's, oh, of that course, sort of stuff. Of course. Uh, and, you know, the word around the yard there for that big purchase was a beautiful animal, beautiful animal, but the general consensus is they paid sheeps more than it was worth. Oh, that's what this <laughs> He wrote those down, Sunny Coast. They were planned. He had a glint in his eye bigger than the sun for that. Was it worth it? Probably wouldn't, not. Wouldn't, wouldn't swap it for the world. <laughs> There you go. Don't worry. The show's nearly over, Sunny Coast. We're nearly gone. Ellie and Bex.